AD. Yo. Emmanuel Sanders is a little excited to play this game on Sunday. <laughs> you think they look for 17? You think they try to get him involved and get his old his old mates? Uh, I got a feeling that's going to happen. This is the Believe in 49ers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. Plenty to get to on this show, but first... Make sure you continue to download, subscribe, rate, and review. We're located wherever you listen to your podcast. If there's a like button on your subscription service, go ahead and hit that like button. Uh, you can also get involved with the show on social media. I'm at R. Haylock on Twitter. He's at underscore Eric Davis underscore. And on the old Instagram, I am at Watch Ray Ray. He is at underscore bump and run. Uh, Niners heading to the Big Easy to take on the Saints. Saints uh, have won five in a row after starting off the season one and two. We'll talk a little bit about that, a little bit about uh, Drew Brees. Um, we got a, a three-pack of real thing or not for you, Ed. We'll get into that. Got got a couple interesting ones that I think you may uh, okay. I think you may enjoy. Uh, and, then, and we'll talk a little cornerback play, too, uh, since you know that position is uh, like no other, considering uh, y- you played there, you won a Super Bowl ring there, and and were a, a pro bowler there. So we'll we'll talk about that as well on this show as the Niners get prepared to head off to New Orleans to take on the Saints. But as always, this show was presented by Bet Online. Of course, the NFL season is in full swing. You might not be able to be at the game. However, there will be 6,000 inside the Superdome on Sunday. You can still be in on the action at Bet Online. From game spreads and totals to team player and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any place online. And there's always the online casino as well. It never closes. So head over to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag and sign up today. BetOnline, your online sports book experts. Also, as promised, if you're listening to the show earlier in the week, you heard ED and I talk about this. We got a great opportunity for you. Collide is it's a social media platform connecting you based on what you're watching. So we got a great opportunity for our Believe in 49ers fam in order to get op- get interactive during the game against the Saints on Sunday. ED will be hosting a chat room live during the game against the Saints. To get involved, all you have to do is download the Collide app. That's Collide, C-O-L-L-Y-D-E. Enter the Believe in 49ers watch party, and you can chat with my man ED all game long. Collide. Never watch sports alone again. Get Collide. He is Eric Davis. I am Rashawn Haylock. So here we go. Uh, both teams coming off uh, opposite ends of some beatdowns uh, last week. Saints all over the Buccaneers in Tampa, no less, 38-3. to And then the Niners, uh, a Taking a, taking a big L to the Packers, 34-17, that one on a Thursday night. Saints, as I mentioned, have won five in a row after uh, starting off the season one and two. A couple of those wins uh, came in overtime against the Chargers at home on a Monday night and also at the Bears. Niners, meanwhile, in danger of losing their third straight for the first time since losing six in a row in 2018. And that, of course, was when Jimmy G got hurt in Kansas City. Ironically enough... 
the bye that year came in week 11. So, as far as the Saints go, uh, Emmanuel Sanders, we know him. Uh, Quan Alexander, we know him as well. He's expected to make his debut uh, mm-hmm. for the Saints mm-hmm. after the Niners traded him over there um, uh, over there earlier this season. Uh, so, obviously, some familiar faces on that other side. But I want to talk about the Niners and their mindset. Uh, getting embarrassed, although shorthanded, getting embarrassed on national TV on a Thursday night uh, at home against the Packers. Uh, what, what's what's the team's demeanor? What's the team's mindset coming off of a loss like that as you get ready to prepare uh, for another big game here? Uh, well, you just want to come out and just show that that's not who you are. You don't, You definitely don't want to go back-to-back in something like that because – uh, regardless of the injuries, regardless of, of what happens, remember there's a certain pride that you're going to have, and there's still a certain expectation in this locker room. And um, one thing I know for certain, I've been in a situation on teams where you feel like you actually have the um, the squad to win games, even with the injuries. You think you can get on a run uh, because there are a lot of guys on this roster that were a part of winning multiple weeks in a row last year. You know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. these guys feel like that they can still do that. So when you come out there and you really just, I mean, I mean, just being honest about it, they just pissed the bed. So, so when you, when you do that, when you do that, you want to come out the next week, everything that you do is flipping that page uh, and, and, and saying, this is not who we are. Uh, and you want to do that for yourself in the process of doing that, you will show everybody else. So that's the mindset that I think they have. It's just like, go back in, accept the fact that we actually are the ones that wet the bed. So now we got to change the sheets and not do it again. It's nobody else's fault. And that's, that's the mindset that I hope the club has right now. That's what I believe they have. Cause I think that that's the type of makeup that the coaching staff and the players on that team have. A couple of key ingredients. Obviously, no Jimmy Garoppolo. He's on IR. Uh, Raheem Mostert not activated from IR yet either. It was um, announced or reported earlier this week that he uh, would not play in this one. Um, It looks like you're going to get B.A. back. um, And so that should help as far as the wide receiving core goes. Kendrick Bourne still questionable. Um, he's had positive tests and negative tests, and 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 uh, they're yeah, still really. trying to figure this whole thing out. It's been really, really bizarre uh, to follow. In, in all honesty, um, I'm so, telling you, the way he's going back and forth is—is is he patient zero? I mean, <laughs> it's right, it's, good. Un, it's yes. unreal. So Kyle is hoping uh, to have Bourne uh, back in the lineup. Also, Trent Williams uh, expected to be back in the lineup as well after um, after missing that Thursday night affair. Uh, you look at this Saints team, Drew Brees. He, he's gotten a lot of flack, I guess, recently for um, the arm strength, I guess, not necessarily or, or people saying the arm strength ne- not necessarily what it was and, and, and not really being able to go down the field. How much of that is how much of that is really Brees, but then also how much of that is not having Michael Thomas in the lineup? Um, well, um, Brees' arm strength is Brees' arm strength. Um He's not able to uh, push the ball down the field as much. That's going to happen. I, I mean, guys can't play forever, and I can't expect – I mean, hell, you aren't who you were three years ago either. <laughs> Don't tell um, nobody. Don't tell nobody. <laughs> I, no, I won't. I won't. But, see, I know I know you. 
Um, you know, me personally, I think I'm probably better, but that's because <laughs> I probably do more than I did then three years ago. But anyway, uh, no, no. So, I mean, so, that, so you, you just, a fi- are you a fine wine? I'm just a 40 ounce. That, that's that's what you, you just uh, aging gracefully. Yeah, yeah no, you you are a 40 ounce. You're a 40 ounce, and you forgot to put the the top back on. You didn't twist it all the way tight enough. Uh, so you just carbonation flat, is flat, just, yeah. You're flat. going flat. You're, you're, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> You said it, I didn't. That's all right. Uh, Post up for the I homies. Post up for the homies. It's all I, good. I, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Man, you still. I mean, if I shake the bottle hard enough, you still got some bite. But <laughs> I got to shake it up first. But yeah, that's that's a real thing. His arm strength is dropping, but he still understands how to play the game. And with Michael Thomas not being there, he was. He's not as aggressive. So that's the thing because. You, it, it, it's what I tell you when I we mentioned the 50-50 balls we've had this discussion. Well, it's not 50-50 if my odds are better than the guy I'm playing against. It's not 50-50. Yeah, and that's yeah. how it is with Mike Trump. It's not a 50-50 ball. It's more like a 75-80-20. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? He's, that's that, how he's, it that, is. he's that good. Yeah, absolutely. He's that, he's that good. He's that good. So that and that is part of the reason why Drees ha- Breeze hasn't been pushing the ball down the field and doing the, and doing those things. Um he can still spin the ball. Uh, no, he's not the same guy. But none of these guys. I mean, he's been doing it for 20 years. You 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 can't expect him to be the same to be the same person he was in his peak. Now, that being said, where he is right now, is he a top 10 quarterback in his league? I think so. Yeah, I think so. so. You, so you still got to deal with him. So, so you know, all the talks of the of his demise and his arm strength dropping and all these things, I think they're being greatly exaggerated. This is a good football team, um, good running game. You got to worry about more than you got to worry about Kamara. Um, you got to you got to worry. You have to definitely find a way to make certain that you keep him stifled. Um, you yes, now you got Michael Thomas back. That's a guy that can make plays. But Drew also will spread the ball around to everyone. So you got to look at it that in that aspect. So it's more to it than him just pushing it down the field, uh, trying to throw for 500 yards. Yeah, a lot of people dubbing that uh, Alvin Kamara, Fred Warner matchup as a matchup to watch. Uh, it sh- should be very interesting to see them. But but you talk about Kamara. I mean, he's a guy who's who's upped his game, I guess, even more, you know, with the injury to Thomas. Um, and so he, he's doing already a good player in his own right, but looks like he's he's kind of, um, you know, anted up in, in terms of the production uh, a little bit. Uh, let's flip it over to the defense side of the ball. And this is something that you know well in terms, not just the quarterback position, but in terms of the relationship with Marcus Lattimore and the city of New Orleans. <laughs> Saints fans – we're just ready to drag him, um, and they have been dragging him. Uh, but on Sunday night, he had a pretty good – he graded out well, uh, mm-hmm. especially going up against Mike Evans from the Buccaneers. Um, and it's one of those things where I guess historically, traditionally, he has graded out well, matched up well against uh, Mike Evans. Um, no Mike Evans on this Niners roster, obviously. So, you know, from a Niners perspective, you're hoping he kind of reverts back to the, the same player that was getting dragged by, by the Saints fans, at least for this week. But what what is like what is it about a guy having a matchup with a particular person that allows them to, to, to just shine the way I guess Lattimore did on Sunday night? Uh, well, a lot of it is the offense that you run. How well do you know the offense? Do what What is it they're trying to do? Um, uh, based on 
uh, this this particular player, okay? Um, and then the defense, the way your defense is being called, what does it allow you to do within that defense? Uh, it, it was, you know, earlier, I think earlier in the week we were talking about, um, on the last pod, we were talking about uh, E-Man and, um, and, and just growing and making plays and doing certain things and understanding what you can do, what you can't do, um, and um, learning how to work within the defense to utilize things. That's that's um, something that you get as a player over time, and you start to see when I play against these guys. Now, in this defense, when we're in these calls, I can play it this way. Or when I'm in this particular defense, I'm going to switch it up. I know that this is this is how – just like in quarters coverage where – where they want you to play in quarters coverage, they they'll want you to play you know outside edge of the guy because you're going to have your safeties inside. So you're going to play that man coverage outside in. Well, I, I also knew that um, I, I always played it inside. I know that now it's on me to take care of the outside routes. No one's going to be there. But I also knew that based on this on this um, particular offense, they like to do things inside. So when they see this coverage, they're going to. They're going to know where the holes are. I'm going to take that away. I'm going to play it and take that away. I know that I'm putting my myself in, in jeopardy because I'm now giving you something that the defense is designed is not designed to give you, so I have to make up for that. So that's what you do. So this is back, and I'm getting back to um, Lattimore. It's understanding like with this guy, this body type, this is what he's good at. This is how, but this particular time, I get to play everything the way I want to play it, or our defense is designed to stop those things. And and if you do that and you understand it, you can always have a good day. Then there are other things. Then another thing you can look at it that just the the person, the individual, um, big guys. I in particularly always like playing against big guys. I like playing against against big receivers. Why? It's so much more of them to grab and to push and to jam. And people always freak out about you going against this big guy. I can't miss him. Yeah. I mean, look at Mike, look at Mike Evans. He's in front of me. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna miss Mike Evans. If I decide to jam him, if I decide to get my hands on him, um, I'm not going anywhere. And it's always this it's it's the it's the I had I had a when we were talking with Mike about DK Metcalf, it was like he's a big, he's a physical presence, but no wide receiver wants you to put your hands on him. None. Because offensive football is about, it's about spacing. It's about avoidance. They don't want to get hit. They don't practice running their routes with hands in their sternum. They practice running their routes um, with freedom. And they're trying to avoid contact. So this this may be one of those opportunities where you you get to utilize your body type. What I was, I was strong. I was very strong. I, I could bench 400. I could squat 600. I was very strong. So uh, so a big guy that I knew I could get my hands on wasn't going to just toss me around. So so I, I always enjoyed that matchup. The guys that gave me the most problem were guys that were my size that moved like me. That, that's that's the Steve yeah, Smiths they, of the league the wiggle, because they, they had the wiggle, right? Well, well, they they could move like me. They could twist and turn, and they could do all these things. And because there were particular things that I could do with my body, um, I, that's what that, part of the reason why I, I like Verrett. I I love Verrett because he moves a lot a lot the way I move, and just and, and because I I understand him a lot because there are certain ways that they teach you. 
the play routes and, and, and certain ways they teach you to react um, based on body positioning when you're covering a, a receiver uh, because it is the most efficient way to do it because most guys can't redirect their body in time enough to do certain things. They can't flip their hips to do certain things. I was capable of doing what they say you're not supposed to do and I could do it cleanly. Yeah. Um, uh, and so it depends on what you can do. And, and that's, and, and, um, JV is that same way. He can do some things that a coach will teach you not to do, but because he can do it cleanly, they want him to do it and they, and they practice him doing it and he practices doing it because he's capable of doing it. Um, so that's back to, that's all I know. I've, I've gone a long way. So all of those things go into playing a particular receiver and why you can have a good day against those guys. It's, it's, it's the players, the way they play, the way their offense is set up, the way the defense um, allows you to play against them, your understanding of what it is that they want to do with their offense and what it is they want to do against you. So those, all of those things go into it when you're going against a divisional opponent. Uh, you mentioned it also. Uh, shout out 49ers Mike Breezy uh, for having us on. We were on the Nothing But Niners podcast earlier this week. Uh, so if you hadn't had a chance to check that out, go ahead, check that out. They do great work over there. Uh, and it was a good time, as always, uh, being able to hop on the show with them. Uh, now time for everybody's favorite segment, Real Thing or Not. Real Thing or Not, presented by Athlete Brandguard. That's when I... Pose a topic, ED. You tell me whether it's a real thing or not, and then I, of course, will have a rebuttal. This is a real thing or not, presented by Athlete Brangard, ED. And what I want you to know, and what Athlete Brangard wants you to know, that it is much more cost-effective. It is a much better investment to get this insurance on your brand, to get this insurance on your student athlete. If you are a mom or dad, if you are a coach, it is much more effective to take care of things up front as opposed to paying for rehabilitation after the fact. And at Athlete Brandguard, it is the most effective curriculum, the best ever designed, one of a kind that allows athletes to understand the landscape in which they are operating in. It, it teaches you the highs, the lows uh, with real real life lessons on how to navigate the landscape, which is the reality show of being a student athlete, how to best become and how to best become the pro that you want to be, not necessarily in pro sports, but in life in general. Um, it gives you examples of things going wrong and how to come back from those situations and also how to avoid them altogether. So go to athletebrandguard.com. And you will be directed and understand that these lessons are there. 17 lessons online that are, that are there uh, in a comprehensive uh, uh, platform. But also you can get individual lessons one-on-one. -on -one. Uh, and the course is also when this pandemic is over to also be taught in person. And you can get the instructors right to your school or to any event, camp, or anything that you need in that, in that method. So. Go to athletebrandguard.com. Uh, That's athletebrandguard.com. Check out the information. Contact them. This is something that will help the athletes, and it goes beyond just athletics, and you will check that out when you see it, but it will help, it will help young athletes, parents, coaches succeed. This is Real Thing or Not, presented by Athlete Brandguard. All right, here we go, ED. Number one for you. This Niners front office is already looking – 
to 2021? Real thing or not? Oh, real thing. That's their job. Real thing. Of course they are. They, they have to. You're already into this season. So once you're into it, you're into it. <laughs> so this one, this this 2020 is already there. You, you started. It's, it's like it's like running running uh, laps. Um, you've already once once you. Once you take the first step, you've already started the first the first lap. So you got to get through the second one because you, you're going to finish the first one. They're going to finish this season. So yeah, that's a real thing. Uh, I agree with you. I'm going to go real thing here, and I'm looking at three position groups in particular. I know oftentimes people say, you know, I hear people say, uh, or the talking heads or former players or whatever. They say, you know, you know, in a position like this, when you know you're kind of fighting, maybe on the outside of the of the playoffs, looking in, guys are playing for either their next job or or, or the audition is on, right? I'm I'm looking at the secondary, um, I'm looking at the defensive line, and I'm looking at the running backs in terms of who's going to be here, who they're going to keep. Who they're going to stay, and and I think for those position groups in particular, um, especially when you talk about all the depth on the defensive line, you know there there's going to be a lot of movement in the off season, you know as well. And so who 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 are they going to lean towards keeping? Um, secondary, a lot of a lot of decisions to be made. You know who are they going to lean towards keeping? And then in that running back room as well. You know who who are they going to lean to? Who who are the guys that they want to maybe bring back for another one, and, and and guys that they you know will feel comfortable with letting go. Uh, so I, I agree with you there. I'm going to say real thing. Uh, number two, there will be C.J. Beathard sighting on Sunday, meaning he will play. Is that a real thing or not? Uh, not, not really. Uh, uh not. I think. I mean, do you you mean? You mean for a play or two, or he's going to come in extended play, and they're going to put him out there? E- extended play, they're going to put him out there. Uh, no, I say not. I say not. If um, I, I don't believe Shanahan wants to do the back and forth. This is the guy. This is who it is. Uh, because th- because that just sends as a player that would just send a message to me that we have no hope offensively. So stick with the guy. Pick a guy, stick with the guy, let him play. You've put in the game plan. He's taken the reps. I've been there all week watching him do it. I let him play because I'm not going to believe the other guy is going to come in and get it done. So at, at least let me have the belief that you believe this guy gives us a chance. Hmm. Interesting. I, I really thought you were going to go the other way on that. Uh, I am going to say not as well. I agree with you. I disagree, however, the fact that um, that that we won't see the musical chairs. I do believe we will see the musical chairs at some point in this season, pr- probably after the bye. Uh, but I don't mm-hmm. think that that starts this week. Uh, I don't yeah. think we'll see CJ. I, I actually think that Nick will play well. I I, I, I feel like the, he's got two things going for him. One, this this isn't a national TV game. And two... Um, you know, he's he's back home, so to speak, you know, back in that area, uh, you know, where where he played his college, where he grew up at. Um, so I think some of those things will will have a factor in him going out there and playing well, whether that will lead to a Niners win or not that I, I can't say. But I, I do believe uh, at least I'm hopeful that that uh, that Nick will play well on on Sunday. Um, last one for you. At some point in this game, this is a real thing or not presented by athlete Brangart. At some point in this game, the 49ers will have one eye on the bye week. The players I'm talking about. Real thing or not? 
Um, that's that's the real thing. That's a, that's a real thing. At some point they will because because at some point before the game's over, you're gonna you're gonna know whether or not you won it or lost it. And either way, once the game is decided, yeah, there are always conversations like that. These are real people. I mean, guys have conversations all the time. Look at this person. Now, not as much because you don't have people in the stands and you don't have stuff going on like that. But I remember standing in the huddle and Tim McDonald would be like, okay, he was like, okay, section 323, you know, about four rows up, like right next to the thing, you know, just just little stuff like that, just just, just as a joke. Or he'd be like, man, like, dude, look. Look, like, who is that dude? Like, look at the jersey up there. Look at the cat wearing number 97 jersey right there. Like, you know, just so so there are always things that are happening. Like, we're standing on the field and, and, and guys would just, just to, you know, as an icebreaker, there are always things that go on like that. So, yes, that conversation will come up. Doesn't Now, that doesn't mean that guys aren't focused on the rep, on the snap. You can do both. I can I can talk about man this next week blah 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 and then lock in on the play. I can actually do that. I'm gonna go real thing, but not for all the jovial uh you know uh, descriptions that you just gave. I believe um, there's gonna come a point in this game where it, it could just get out of hand. Um, and 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 guys are like guys are kind of looking forward to like all right let's just let's just hit the buy let's just hit the buy um well that yeah you know, okay yeah okay and, and so that that that's that that's the that's my take on it. that that's the way i look at it well um, you know what and that's why i say either way the game is going to be once the game has presented itself it could happen to us i gave you one how it could happen even in the middle of the flow of the game but you know i started off by saying just what you said once the game says if it's if if, if you know you've won if you know you've lost yeah you know, you you're going to start. There's nothing you can do about it. You know, you're sitting there 37 to three, probably not going to win that one. Yeah. Well, well, um, well let me let me walk that back. I don't want to say out of hand because I feel like the Packers game got out of hand. I yeah, it did. I, 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 it don't, did. I don't I don't I don't see that happening consecutive weeks. Um, but I but obviously, like you said, there will come a point in time where it's like, OK, we're not going to win this. one. And so, yeah. Yeah, that that's that's where I am. I don't, I don't want to say out of yeah. hand. I don't want to say out of hand. I think that's that that might be too much of a stretch there. I I, I have a hard time seeing that happening again. Um, even with the six thousand fans, they're going to let in the Superdome on Sunday. Uh, yeah. All right. So this has been real thing or not a surprising real thing or not presented by Athlete Brangar. We actually agreed on all three of them. I that's I don't know if yeah. that's ever happened. Uh, in all honesty, and I I I did not think that that would be the case. Uh, one interesting thing uh, we talked about Emmanuel Sanders a little bit at at the start of the show. Um, he he said he's been talking smack to a lot of guys on the team, including Kyle Shanahan, uh, Niners head coach. I, I, that, I that's one of the best things that I've heard or read uh, all week, just from the simple fact that um, I don't know what does that say about about Kyle that that you know a, a former player can 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 smack talk him during the game week. Uh, well, that, that lets you, what that does, that tells you the relationship that he has with the player. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that lets, that lets you know that he's being real with them and that there is a friendship there. That's how I felt with my, with my DB coach, Ray Rhodes. Um, to this, I mean, to this day, uh, it's there. I mean, Eric Wright contacted me a while back. Okay. About a birthday party, Ray, Ray Bob getting ready to turn 70. So birthday party for, for Ray Bob all these years later. 
So that's what I'm saying. It, it's it's I know he cared. I know that he was being real with me. I, I know that he was trying to teach me when he was harsh. I know why he was being harsh. When we laughed, I knew it was real. The advice he gave me, I, I understand, you know, how that he was trying to be constructive um, in, in his advice and his in his um, criticisms. So that right there, that's what that tells me. That if you feel like you can still call a guy, that he's being real with his players, and that's a good thing. Yeah, it speaks volumes to me because just that openness, the relationship there, the realness, um, but also the fact that uh, it didn't take long, right? Like Emmanuel Sanders wasn't even here a full season, you know, and, and already in that type of relationship was kind of fostered in, in a relatively short amount of time um, when you consider, like, you know, he didn't go through any offseason stuff or anything. Like, he was traded midseason uh, to the 49ers, and so – um, I thought I thought that spoke volumes. Uh, time now, Ed, for your keys. Ed's keys presented by Handy Sanitizer. Ed will let us know what will be some of the keys to success for the Niners in the Superdome on Sunday. This, of course, brought to you by Handy Sanitizer. Ed uh, and Handy Sanitizer is a multi-use sanitizing spray that can be sprayed on anything. As that is your hands, your clothes, your doorknobs, your steering wheel. Uh, you you want to keep this around. It comes in in a very convenient one uh, one ounce bottle that you could keep in your pocket, take around in your purse or in your you know in your fanny pack or whatever it is. Real you, thing. You wanna, Those are coming back. You want to keep us. You, you you know what they should be called shoulder. Um, packs instead of fanny packs because no one wears them around their waist anymore. But yeah, that's the real thing. Uh, but but it, one ounce bottle, two ounce bottle, eight ounce bottle, and those bottles are refillable glass. Uh, so and that's good for your wallet. That's good for the world. You're not throwing away. Um, we got enough going on. You don't need to be throwing away more plastic bottles. Um, so you can go to handysanitizer.com Co. That's handy, H-A-N-D-I-E, sanitizer.co, and use the code ED for 10% off. Now, this stuff is strong, 75% alcohol. FDA says 60%. They went for 75 and it is not gross and slimy, sticky like the competitors. Nice, refreshing smell, and it is formulated so that it is moisturizing. So when you're cleaning your hands, constantly with all of this disinfectant that we're using now you can notice that they get a little dry um if you listen to us sometimes all that background noise you hear it's it's Rashawn um before he was rubbing his hands together but now that he's using sandy he's not all ashy like that anymore and I'm and I'm grateful for it because it sounds like fingernails on a chalkboard when he's not wearing it. That's a real uh, thing. So, That's a real thing. Again, <laughs> go to handysanitizer.co that's handysanitizer.co. Use the code ED for 10% off. And as they say, handy, it feels good to be clean. It's going to take a lot. Obviously, Niners, huge underdogs going into this one. But they're going to get out of the Superdome with a win. How are they going to be able to do it? What are your keys, ED, presented by Handy Sanitizer? Uh, well, you can't let this one get away early. This is this is a game that you're going to have to go into and you have to be effective early on um, by that. I mean, opportunities to get solid drives going, can't miss the plays when they present themselves there. If you have solid drives going and you can score and keep the game close, the longer that happens, the more pressure goes to the Saints. 
The Saints are the better club right now. On paper, as constructed, the way they've been playing, the way the season has gone. So you want them to start to feel that pressure. It's all pressure's always there. You're either feeling it or applying it. You apply it to the Saints by keeping the game close, doing the things that you're supposed to do offensively, defensively. Don't give them the the breakout plays. Make them earn it. Don't give them a man can't give up the one deep ball and then come back and play well. You got to knock that first one down. You have to make those plays. So you keep the game tight. And, and, and we could go through and say, well, you got to run the ball. You have to do this. Key to this game is keeping the game close, keeping the score down, and making them feel the pressure because this is a game the Saints are supposed to win. They think that they are going to they are going to now avenge for those last few losses that they are going to be able to blow the 49ers out. This is one that they want to do for their fan base. Remember that this is a team that was once in the Niners division and the Niners own them. The Saints, like the Cardinals, it is important to them to beat the 49ers. So you keep it close. They start to feel the pressure. Uh, because they are supposed to just smash smash the Niners this week, and that's that's the way I think you get into their head, and then you make that you have an opportunity to make that play, um, or take advantage of a mistake that they make, and really really make something happen. Obviously, the energy is going to be there from the start as they're going to be playing in front of fans for the first time this season. Uh, 6,000 of them, uh, it was announced, expected to be there inside the Superdome. Uh, but this team can be caught coming off a, a big win uh, in the division on Sunday night. Um, you know, there there is opportunity there for, for perhaps a little bit of, a, of, of an emotional letdown. Um, and, at, and at the same time, um, that defense, although it played well on Sunday night against the Buccaneers, that's not necessarily who they are or who they've been. I mean, we talked about Lattimore. That's not necessarily who he's been this season. And I think the same is true for uh, this defense as a whole. So um, you can have some success. You can move the ball against uh, this Saints defense. And so um, I think Niners, of course, have that going for them. And then defense – Get back on track, right? Get back, get back on yep. track, but but a lot of that is going to be predicated upon the offense actually helping them out and being able to sustain drives and and not turn the ball over, especially deep in your own zone and 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 giving that defense short fields to have to defend. So uh, it's, it's a lot that's going to have to come together out there in the Big Easy, but certainly is possible, um, as you just mentioned in your keys, Ed. So after this, the Niners will head. To a bye. Week 11 has finally, it was, is almost finally here uh, for this team. And so uh, they'll, they'll look forward to the bye week after this game against the Saints. Uh, and so uh, after this one, of course, we will be back right here on the Believe in 49ers pod to break this one all down uh, with you and for you on the, uh, on, on the bye week. Um, should be, should be an, an interesting one. And, and as you said, uh, ED, this is a game that the Saints really, uh, this this is one oh, that they, they, yeah. they want to win, you know. And, and oh, trust me, I've talked to so many people down there this week. Uh, you know, all of their flagship stations and everything, and that's that's exactly what I've been getting from them. Like, you know, even with the fans calling in, I did a show yesterday with the fans calling in, where they are like, "We are going to destroy you." Been waiting for this. I'm a fan, Saints fan back from years when when when. 
Bobby A. Bear was quarterback. I actually talked to Bobby A. Bear, and he was like, uh, "Yeah, we got him this time." And I was like, "Well, you're supposed to." I was, and, I, and, and I and this is my point. And I told him, I said, "Guys, it says more about your squad than ours if you can't do that." I, I, I said, "So I said, so you know, they were like, how, how are you? How's it gonna feel if if they get crushed?" I said. Um, it's going to feel like it did the last couple of weeks where they played playoff teams. You see the difference in the caliber of a playoff team in Seattle and Green Bay versus the Niners with their injuries. It's not a playoff team. I said, so the Saints should be able to handle them in similar fashion. And I said, it says more about your team than ours if you can't because next year we're coming. Yeah. Yeah, and absolutely. That's why you play the games, right? 125 yep. kickoff on Fox. That's 125 local time. That one will be on Fox. And a reminder, it's going down this Sunday. ED will be hosting a chat room live during the 49ers and Saints game. So all the knowledge, all the insight, see the game as he sees it, and you guys can uh, have conversation throughout the game inside the chat room. To do so, all you have to do is download the Collide app. That's Collide, C-O-L-L-Y-D-E. Enter the Believe in 49ers watch party, and you can chat it up with ED all game long. It's Collide. Never watch sports alone again. Get Collide. It's the day before the day before. Uh, enjoy your weekend. Make sure you continue to download, subscribe, rate, and review. Also, be a part of the show. Uh, hit us up on social media, at Haylock on Twitter. He's at underscore Eric Davis underscore. And on Instagram, I'm at WatchRayRay. He is at underscore Bump and Run. So, for my partner, Super Bowl champion Eric Davis, I'm Rashawn Haylock. Y'all be safe. Enjoy the weekend. We'll see y'all next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.